0: 702 the car feature time for the car feature and today we are talking about prospective car buyers those of you that are looking to buy cars and how it is that you can benefit from strong competition in the pre-owned market now keep in mind um sometimes when we say buy cars people think you just spoke about us being broke maybe you need to buy a car because you need to downsize hey maybe that is the reason. Or maybe you're like, I just got a job and I need some transport. So yes, let us have this conversation because we do need competition on a market, uh, an economy that is as difficult as it is right now. And we are joined in this conversation by Errol Levine, CEO of Wheelie. And we take your calls on 11 883 in the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. Errol, welcome, to, welcome back to the show. How are you doing?
1: Good afternoon. How are you?
0: Good, good, Errol. I mean, we've we've been talking about how tough things are, but I get so fascinated by the fact that when I drive into work every day, I drive past a couple of dealerships and cars are on sale. They are being sold.
1: True. So obviously the economy has to continue to grow. As you mentioned, a lot of clients are looking to downscale on their side. We have seen some very severe financial impacts on a lot of our clients that this is where the guys can downscale. We've seen the interest rates have been level. So we've got a very positive outlook over here. So downscaling isn't something to be negative about.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the pre-owned market in general. Um, do you think that the trend has seen more people being open to the pre-owned market because yes it is it it feels great to be like your new car smell right new car smell and all of those things but some but 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 um it might be better for individuals to look pre-owned before they go the route of brand new irrelevant of which income bracket they're sitting in
1: so i think the perception on used car vehicles uh, is a perception you get a lot of the dealers, similar to what Wheelie is, and there's a lot of other fantastic dealerships out there that still give you that new car smell, the vehicles being valeted, and the presentation. So there should be no negative outlook on a used vehicle. It's just as good as a new vehicle. It can come with a warranty. So the new vehicle in the markets currently right now are very expensive. Uh, the used vehicles I see have a real land, and they're being priced at the right market, and it's the right time to purchase vehicles now.
0: Um, the difference between a brand new car just from a percentage perspective, and we're not obviously speaking exceptions like Goucheche, for example, but if you were to compare a brand new car and a demo model, uh, maybe help us understand what kind of percentage a less you could be paying and what actually qualifies as demo. How many kilometers would that be?
1: So when you're saying percentage, wise well, on our side over here, it depends on the manufacturer and the brand and the popularity of the vehicle so a lot of new manufacturers on their side would give a kickback to either dilute their current stock that they've got and offer unbelievable deals a demo is anything considered that's been driven and has already been registered so you can pick up some fantastic deals over there but the pricing is still very high and when you purchase a new vehicle that vehicle depreciates as soon as you take it off the new car floor so this is why a used car is a fantastic alternative Unless you want that brand new new car smell that you mentioned, there's absolutely nothing wrong with used cars.
0: Listen, that brand new new car. The one time I nearly got put off of second um, um, secondhand car or pre-owned car was a couple of years ago when my car was written off and I had to go looking for a car. And I remember getting into a car and they told me that, you know, it's it's been valeted or it will be, but... I could still smell the cigarette smoke in the car. I was like, I can't do that. I remember that specifically. It was such a put-off. So, Errol, what are some of the things that are big put-offs with regards to pre-owned vehicles?
1: So, as you mentioned over there, I think you've got perceptions on your side of certain dealerships not looking after the client. So, one would be obviously the condition of the vehicle, where the guy should have a look and see the history of the vehicle. Has it been in an accident? Has it a full-service history? If you go to a putable dealership and they're completely transparent about the history, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the vehicle. It's the same thing if you purchased a pre-owned cell phone. It's the same kind of quality. Mm. Everything's got a part. What we do recommend on the side, if you do have a used vehicle and it doesn't have a warranty, purchase a warranty with the dealership. Just have that peace of mind. A lot of guys don't realize once they have a vehicle, there's additional expenses that come. So they should take into consideration there's still insurance There's still fuel for the vehicle and then maintenance and the warranty items like uh, tyres. Guys don't consider that when they purchase a vehicle. And what if happens? If the engine does seem to break, at least you have a warranty and you've got peace of mind. Mm,
0: mm. All right. And, and and I'm just thinking mm. over the past couple of years, we've seen just, you know, so much growth in the spaces of companies like yours, like Wheaties and the We Buy Cars. And this pre-owned market has really exploded. What would you say happened that that opportunity arose for your kind of business?
1: So, as you mentioned, competitiveness is always uh, fundamental in the economy. So we had a look on our side that there was a gap in the market. We back was fantastically well, but we did see that there was an opportunity. We wanted to offer the client a different kind of level of service and um, another offering to ensure that the customer out there has the best possible offering and the best possible service. So the main reason we came on board, there was an opportunity and a gap in the market, mm. and it's been unbelievable. I mean, if you pop past our showroom over here, you'll see it's a different kind of factor. Yes, It's more welcoming on our side. We want to welcome anyone on board over here, even for a cup of coffee at Plato. So they're part of us over here. It's fantastic.
0: And I think also I recall a period during COVID, of course, where there were no new cars coming in. So that was a great opportunity for that market.
1: Fully agree. So obviously the new cars weren't available. It did actually increase the value of a lot of used vehicles. But the market did shift so quickly over here. Uh, We saw that a lot of dealerships were stuck with vehicles that they paid uh, extraordinarily high prices for Mm. and are now struggling to sell. So you you get a couple of fantastic deals. The market has normalized and the used car market is still very buoyant. So I'm very positive with Outlook.
0: So how can we as consumers actually benefit? Because there are people who obviously are actively looking for vehicles on the various different uh, platforms that are available. But there are those who maybe haven't reached a point where they're like, you know what, I'm not able to keep up with these monthly installments. What options can be available to me?
1: So options on their side, obviously, installment-based. My suggestion is that you do contact the financing house that financed your vehicle and alert them. So I think ultimately out there, all the banks out there, don't want to repossess any vehicle. They'd rather come up with an alternative strategy, and it might be trading in your vehicle and uh, downscaling so you can actually afford it. Now is a fantastic time for consumers to get involved with the wide selection available online. I mean, they've got the options of Wheelie, uh, WeWire Cars, Auto Trader. Uh, a full list of different varieties, and everything's gone digital. So it's made it a lot more accessible to clients, and it's probably the best opportunity now. You're going to get the best deal. Black Friday's around the corner. So I think there's some interesting specials about to pop-up.
0: Are you feeling like we are more susceptible to being scammed now because there's so many options in our consumer rights feature Nola knows with Wendy Nola every week without fail. Somebody will call in about, I bought a car and then this happened with this dealership. Then this thing was not fixed or I did not get my roadworthy or so many challenges that are being faced. Um. Um. What are those things that maybe individuals can look out for in the space of pre-owned vehicles? Because you can buy online, it, it might seem like, oh, well, this looks legit and buying a car from the Eastern Cape, asking them to drive it up. But you didn't check certain things. Well, what are the things maybe we need to take into consideration?
1: So a couple of key items, and we've seen a lot of this over here when it comes down to scams or maybe dealerships not being reputable. One is obviously bricks and mortar. They should have a look and make sure that that dealership or facility or franchise over here is reputable. They should go up and inspect it or send a colleague or a family friend, if they know it, have a look and see if they are around. Secondly, if the offer is too good to be true, it usually is. So I would stay very well aware of that. So if the price is a lot lower than what you see compared to the rest of the market, uh, sometimes it's too good to be true. But being cautious and wary and having a look at the right dealership I don't think you've got anything to lose that. If you're having a look at a vehicle and they've got a reputational issue, I think I'd be great. But have a look at Hello Peter Likes, Facebook Likes, Google Likes. And if they've got recommendations and a large amount of that, it gives you a good perspective who you can utilize.
0: Has it ever burnt um, businesses like yours buying vehicles for stewards? Because I know that it's easy now. Um you know, a person can just WhatsApp, take pictures of their car, send information, and then, you know, you, you're one of your salespeople or or those that come through will come look at the vehicle. Have you, have you guys ever been burnt with receiving vehicles that are not as great as you thought they were?
1: So we've got so many checks in place at Wheelie. So we ensure when we come out to the vehicle it is as described as you mentioned on WhatsApp. We do a full inspection of the vehicle to ensure uh, the vehicle's mechanically sound. The vehicle hasn't any been in any previous accidents. Uh, if it has, we wouldn't look at those vehicles. But as you said, uh, there might be a rare occasion that guys do get caught, but through our three or four checks that the vehicle comes inside, every one of our vehicles go through an 80-point check after they've been purchased to ensure that our buyers are honest and the consumer is. So not yet, and I'm uh, hopefully... Our systems in place. We haven't been caught yet.
0: Okay, and I'm and, I, and I'm thinking. Obviously, when you're operating at the scale that you're operating at, one or two errors, you won't feel the pinch as badly as an individual feeling the pinch.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> pinch negative <laughs> in a <our> business. <laughs> we try and make sure that there's nothing. So I know that the guys think it's large scale over here. We've got fantastic value here, so the margins aren't massive. So it's more done on volume. So any small mistake, over here, I feel it.
0: Okay, let's let's talk about um, the competition. Has that put businesses like yours in a position where the margin is not as high? Um, and if that is the case, is the volume of cars being sold making up for it?
1: So exactly to that point, Tavia, Similar to a macro business, I mean, we've got a mega warehouse on our side. Everything's volume driven. To ensure the client gets the best offer, we're purchasing a lot. I think competition's been fantastic, and the rest of the competitors have to pick up their level as well. And ultimately, this is great for the consumer. So, I mean, they've got a variety, they've got an option. We're putting pressure on the market to ensure it's the best possible price. But volumes are, at first, gross profits on our side are under a lot of pressure over here. So smaller dealers will probably feel the pinch.
0: Talk to me about the shifts in, in customer preferences, you know, when they go on the pre-owned market and maybe share um, what trends you're seeing. I'm, I'm seeing many um, SUVs on the roads. I'm also seeing many of the smaller vehicles on the road as well.
1: So what we've seen on our side, uh, when cars are downscaling, a lot of people want small automatics. So it's always been very popular and they're always very cautious on the mileage. I mean, the cleaner the car, the lower the mileage is. Uh, the more popular the vehicle would be. SUV market, it's always going to be buoyant. Obviously, the automatics are always a favorite on the side, and manual SUV wouldn't be fantastic. Uh, but the market evolves, and I think because we get into the December side over here, you guys said you're looking for the December holidays, a lot of people are maybe purchasing an SUV to go away, and uh, maybe one or two larger vehicles. But the normal market, we're looking at the Volkswagens, the Polos, those are always very popular, and as I said, the small automatics, And I wouldn't rule out the Chinese brands in a couple of years when they have got enough volume coming through here that we see coming through the used car market.
0: I actually was about to ask that, are you finding more of the the Chinese brands, your cherries, your beijings, um, are you finding them still, because they're quite new, they're still sitting more in the new sales as as opposed to in the pre-owned space?
1: So exactly to that point, I think they're a little bit new in the market. The Havel's still being fantastic on our side. But if we look at the cherries over here, it's still too new to get a used car representation in the market. But what I've seen on the vehicle, it's unbelievable value. And I've seen a lot of other big manufacturers taking a bit of pressure because you get a lot more money out of a Chinese brand with a lot more features inside
0: it's almost like i mean we talk about it often in the in the car feature especially with jacob each time um he's test driving something or i'm test driving something where he'll say you no longer need more than a million rands to drive a luxury vehicle
1: fully agree especially with the chinese market over here and the options i mean i was blown away i went to go look at a couple of the vehicles over here and when i jump into if you close your eyes you're going to feel like you're in a german brand so they have jumped up leaps and bounds and which is great the consumer does have options and it puts pressure on the high-end brands over there to maybe discount their vehicles a little bit more.
0: Which which car would you say is still, um, you know, or, or top three cars are still those super, super in demand? Um, I mean, I'm seeing the Ford Ranger everywhere um, still as well as the Fortuna. Sorry, it was the Fortuna that I meant. I'm seeing it everywhere. Which would you say is that vehicle that is pretty much in demand, that the resale value is is still going to be be giving uh, owners quite a bit?
1: Very difficult to say. I mean, you could get a Fortuna on your side, which is great. I know that a lot of insurers have been a bit upset, and they don't want to insure the vehicles because of the hijackability and theft. Uh, any mainstream vehicle, if you have a look at the NAMSA reports, you take the top five vehicles. If the vehicle's well-maintained, well-looked-after over here, low kilometers, and a decent vehicle. I think all the cars are going to be very similar. Back in the day when the Hilux and the Fortunas were uh, receiving massive values, that's diminished slightly. And I think it just comes down to affordability and uh, what clients want now. This is all adapted according to seasonality in the market.
0: Okay, look, I think it's quite an exciting time for consumers with so many uh, options. Are there any specific demographics or buyer profiles that are the ones that are well-positioned to just benefit to the current state of this pre-owned market?
1: So I think uh, anyone in the market currently, I mean, if we look at the top 1% or 1% are are affected, but I think the general market on our side, especially new students getting into the market, they've got a wide variety, and we've got something to offer them all. So the middle income market has downgraded. I believe the full economy can benefit out of this whole cycle.
0: Look, um, the fact that I'm still seeing Lamborghini Urus and g wagons <laughs> that are over 5 million rand, I'm like, I thought we are all poor. Clearly not all of us are poor because those vehicles are on sale.
1: Those vehicles are always going to be in demand. The rich will always get richer.
0: Oh, the sad reality we're living in. Errol, where can we um, find out about Wheelie?
1: So visit us on uh, Wheelie.co.uk. Come visit our midstream site. It's a fantastic facility. It's a very kid orientated, family orientated. Pop past, as I said, a cup of coffee over here. It's a different, unique experience that everyone should experience once.
0: And of course, people can, uh, you can all head over there, not just if you're buying something, if you're considering downsizing or maybe you got a promotion and you're trying to upgrade. Thank you so much, Errol Levine.